We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number four. I'm Jim Galante. That means Andrew Pichet is back with us in quarter number four. We are going to deal with, we're going back to our series on the different position groups, Andy. Uh, Last week we talked about the defensive backs. Today we're going to talk about the linebackers. Before we get there, take care of a little bit of business. Our winner from the Ask Ross segment was Sam from Scranton. Sam didn't have a football question, but he spoke very passionately about pizza. That was good enough for the win. Uh, so, well done, Sam. So we got touch the ball. We, sir. we got blow. We got blowback, Andy. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was uh, Ross and I were talking about style of pizza: thin crust versus thick. And when we said, you know, thin crust is the way to go. It got interpreted as uh, bread wasn't important, and several listeners decide to question us on that, saying bread is the foundation. Sam was the one who took it even further, saying essentially the bread was the offensive line of the pizza. The toppings were like the quarterback and wide receivers. So we'll give Sam credit for the analogy. I'm your thick crust pizza guy. You asked me a couple of weeks ago, and I said thick, and you were like blasphemy. I'm like thick, thick, thick and thin has nothing to do with the idea that yes, the bread is important, and it is. It That's is true. crust matters. But it was just a question of how much of it you get. All right, let's move on. Let's move from pizza to linebackers, Andy, yes. and it's a position. It's I'm really fascinated by it. Um, because on if you negative spin it, this is a position that lost two out of three starters. I will say even three out of their top four players because Jesse Lakeda, if someone was missing at linebacker, Jesse Lakeda went back there. He's gone, so that's three out of your top four. The one returning linebacker, Curtis Jacobs, he's changing sides at linebacker. Middle linebacker is a battle between two inexperienced guys in Kobe King and Tyler Elsden. And the other linebacker is going to be a safety, Jonathan Sutherland. That's the negative spin to it, Andy. What's your spin? So my spin is I I paid very close attention to the winter workouts and through spring practice, listening for little nuggets or tidbits or a little reading of the tea leaves when it came to the linebacker position. And James said it best. He's like, when he said, yes, we lost a lot of horsepower at the position, but he kind of left it at that. You didn't hear a lot about whether it was positive or that they, you know, had some work to do or anything. You didn't hear much about the linebacker position. I had the sneaky suspicion that they kind of liked what they had. I know you were a big proponent of the transfer portal, and if somebody had presented themselves, they would have taken them, absolutely. But they weren't like actively just going to grab somebody 
out of the portal. I have a sneaky feeling that despite their loss of horsepower, they're not uncomfortable or they're not overly concerned with what they have in their cabinets at the linebacker position. Yes, there's going to need some development that's going to need to happen. Yes, they're going to need a little seat time to be, you know, sort of a, an impact group. But I don't think they feel that this group is something that they have a very big concern about in terms of hurting this defense. So I think it's a sneaky, quiet position. And I really honestly think that they are very comfortable and confident inside the coach's room and on the practice field with what they're seeing, what they know, and what they um, think this group could be. I really honestly do because I kept listening for anything that would allow, you're not allowed to put a negative spin on it, but that would give you a hint that eh, maybe you should be a little bit concerned about this. And frankly, I couldn't find it, and I did not hear it, and I was paying really close attention. Well, Andy, I gave you what I would call the negative spin to it, the, the glass half empty. Here's my glass half full part of that. I don't think the linebackers were elite last year, okay? So you, you're not replacing stars like you are on the defensive line with Arnold E. Bikiti. You're not re replacing a Jaquan Brisker like you are at safety. Right. That's first of all. Some solid players, but nothing elite. So I think it's easier to replace if you say Curtis Jacobs is now taking over the Brandon Smith role. Do you feel like he can give you as much as Brandon Smith did last year or perhaps even more? I would say that's a reasonable theory. At middle linebacker, I think Ellis Brooks was a bit underrated last year. I Agreed. thought he was pretty good. But in Kobe King and Tyler Elsden, it seems like they have some confidence and they have some choices there. They have two guys, two opportunities to fill that role. Maybe it'll be some kind of combination. And now that third linebacker, I know a lot of questions come up about this with Jonathan Sutherland, but T. Frank did a good explanation earlier this week talking about that role where he said, you know, Jim, that linebacker position is often, it's a coverage position. They're covering people. Well, by bringing a safety in to do that, you probably have a player who's better prepared with that coverage skill than a linebacker is. And in essence, you're maybe talking about a 4-2-5 defense is what you're talking about. So th there's my positive spin on it, Andy. How much credence do you put in that? Yeah, no, I think they are going to – you're going to see a good bit of 4-2-5 uh, inherently out of Penn State sometimes. Whether that's Sutherland at the second linebacker position, that sort of creates it by itself, right? But also, if you've got your nickel back in there and you're going with, you know, say your Mike linebacker and Curtis Jacobs as your two pure linebackers and Jonathan Sutherland's not on the field or your, you know, your Sam, your Sam linebacker's not on the field, whoever that is. I think you're going to see a combination of mix and match. They're a base 4-3, but I, I'm, I don't, with the way Manny Diaz runs a defense and the players that they have, 
A base 4-3 isn't their strength. They're actually, their strength will be mixing and matching a, a combination of 4-2-5s as we just talked about. And, you know, for me, the position that is key when I look at the linebackers going into 2022, it's your middle guy. It's the Mike linebacker. I think the, those two guys, which are, you mentioned them, Tyler's a redshirt sophomore, King's a redshirt freshman. They're going to, they're going to, Slug this out for the number one reps. Both of them are going to play. And both of them are going to have a role in this defense. But their development and how they come along throughout the 2022 season, I think that's a crucial part, a crucial element for the defense. I really do. I, I have a sneaky suspicion that Manny Diaz and James Franklin, they kind of like these two players. And they are comfortable that they can carve out roles for both of them. It doesn't matter who wins the starting job. They're both going to have roles. But I think they are sort of crucial for this defense as the two guys in the middle because they're kind of – they're similar players, but they're also a little bit different. And I think that can be an asset, but it all depends on their development. And I think we should mention you alluded to it uh, when you go into a nickel defense. That's Daquan Hardy will be coming in. Yes. Covering a slot. Then the question is, which linebacker comes out? Is it Jonathan Sutherland or is it one of the other linebackers? So you're kind of getting to that situation where you're essentially playing with two linebackers all the time. And don't forget, you can take Curtis Jacobs, and he's got the versatility. He's gonna His main role is going to be in a new position. But we saw in 2021 what he can do with that other linebacker position you go four two five. You can you can flop and and say you've got you know King in the middle or you know middle to offside. You switch and just throw Curtis Jacobs back where he played last year and say, okay, go play this role for a couple snaps in this in this series. No problem there. So his versatility is actually another asset and weapon for the linebacker group. The other part of this conversation, Andy, is the depth at linebacker. We know up front, you know, starters are gone. Curtis Jacobs is really the only experienced guy coming back. So it's what do they have now as far as depth if any of these people go down? You know, is it Charlie Catcher? Is it Jamari Budin? I think I think you're going to see Charlie Catcher in some some you know some pickup snaps. I call them very limited, but not major unless there's an injury. He can play the will linebacker position and he can back up Curtis Jacobs just fine. You've got two already in the middle. I think you look at Jamari as, you know, Sutherland's backup. That's an that's a um that's an obvious first one. And you can't forget about the two wild cards in this, which are the Philadelphia Connection freshmen and Abdul Carter and Keon Wiley. What are they gonna look like? There's an opportunity for them to grab some of the pickup snaps if they raise themselves up because they're both very talented linebackers where they fit in this defense, who knows you'll find that out a little bit more during camp, but there is opportunity for them to come up. Should they be playing number one snaps? You might have a problem. If I think if you see those guys on the field consistently as sort of getting major playing roles, but in terms of pickup snaps, I think it's absolutely available and it's, it's not known depth, but I think it's known depth to the coaching staff, and I think that's another sort of reason why they, they haven't been squawking much about the linebacker position this season. 
James Franklin commented on Abdul Carter uh, a week ago and talked about him ultimately being that Mike or middle linebacker, but there's two guys already there ahead of him, and that's not necessarily a place you want to put a true freshman. So he may be starting on the outside uh, as a position, but yes, those guys might step up and be part of the two deep, and if there's any injury at all, they might it might be necessary for them to play. I yeah, injuries are going to predicate the the depth chart becoming into play. But I will just say the last thing I want to say: Penn State fans, keep an eye on your Mike linebacker and their development in 2022, and I think you'll learn a lot about this group. Very good, Andy. That is going to have to be it for the show. Good analysis of the linebackers. Next week we'll be talking about uh, the defensive line. We'll just keep finishing up the defense. But that is it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.